0: Hey guys, it's Kat here with something really, really quick. Um, We just wanted to let you know that while recording this, we had no idea of the, to be quite frank, shitstorm going down at Zalm Studios. So you will hear a lot of Lincoln and I praising the studio and all of that jazz. Uh, We kind of have mixed emotions, I think is is fair to say about it. Uh, I will gladly provide a link to what exactly is going down but again while we were recording this while we were recording everything it was fine and nothing was on fire all right sunrise parabellum
1: thing of like I was just seeing your guitar here like if you go to somebody's uh, place to like jam or something and they're just immediately like doing like buckethead weird yeah. tap arpeggiated runs like oh okay, um, man buddy. I was thinking we'd do like Keep on rocking in the free world. <laughs> Smoke on the water. Like. I
2: mean, just start some Bon Jovi or something. Right. Yeah, like calm
0: down, dude. Fucking <laughs> Christ, you are not like, proving. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. Right? I am it's on like, the same page as you. I can I play a is. bard
1: A minor.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, you bunch of chuckle fucks.
0: Guess us.
2: Should we do this?
0: I think we should do this. Let's
1: go. Let's fucking go.
0: Let's fucking
1: go.
2: Let's
0: fucking go. All right.
1: Well, hey. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hello.
2: Welcome to my homestead. Welcome, uh, avid listeners. Uh, once again to another episode of the Millennium Fandom. Uh, Um. I am your host, Michael Bubbers. Uh, with me, once again, as always, is the wonderful Katya Carter. What is up? And special guest here, joining joining me, uh, joining us, excuse me. Yeah, I'm is, here too. Uh, <laughs> that's
1: my bad. I just introduced <laughs> you, and I'm no,
2: like, yeah, fine. and it's just
1: me. He's joining me,
2: I'm though. I'm
0: seeing they you are... walk it back in real time, and it's beautiful. <laughs> they have
1: merged into a single being right in front of me. I'm very, very upset by this <laughs> wicked eldritch horror. It, it's brain. a Cronenberg level of wetness in here.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's <a sad. laughs> uh, This is uh, our good friend Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> thank
1: you.
2: Thank
0: Hello.
2: you. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Lincoln Freeman. How are you, sir? I, I am doing well. Thank you. Good, good. Uh, so, well, this episode is going to be dedicated to uh, a little offshoot from our uh, Katya and mine's uh, top five. Yeah. And we kind of spawned this. Uh, we're going to be talking Disco Elysium.
0: You can edit out that long silence, right? Nope.
2: <laughs> nope. <staying> right there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking this game. I have not played this game. Mm-hmm. I have very little knowledge of this game. So basically, I'm just going to look to you two and just be like, okay,
1: and So I go. thought this podcast was going to be sort of a, a let's play where you're going to play it and we're going to just watch and critique.
0: Yeah, this podcast is going to be 28 hours long and we're all gonna be picking
1: different voices to do to read yeah. the huge volumes of text out loud.
0: Yeah. I wanna be Kim, just because I wanna be like, detective. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, well, I mean, you haven't played it before, so like, Lincoln, how would you, because it's so hard to describe this game, how would you, if you were trying to pitch it to somebody, how would you explain it?
1: I So, I actually got to try to explain it to a friend who hadn't played it uh, last night. Um, so Disco Elysium is a, I believe, 2019 role-playing game, we'll call it, um, released by uh, an Estonian game studio called Studio... I-, I don't know if they pronounce... I don't know if they pronounce it, but it's Studio Z-A
0: slash U-M. I rapidly oscillate between Zom and Zaum. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and it is a
1: sort of a... Th- throwback style in its presentation uh, role-playing game uh, about being a detective uh, and in fact the uh, the ad line on the box of the game if you have a physical box uh, says uh, something to the effect of what type of cop are you mm-hmm. uh, and so it gives you a huge amount of choice the, the, the basic premise is that uh there has been a murder in a fictional city. uh, And you are one of the uh, detectives who have been dispatched to solve this murder. However, instead of doing your job as a detective, uh, (laughs) the game begins with you having spent the last week or so uh, drinking and doing drugs to such an extent that when you wake up, you have no idea who you are or why you're there. It's
0: um, beautiful.
1: <laughs> so, in addition
2: Cats to like being drunk and doing drugs, I'm sold.
1: So, uh, in, in in addition to uh, solving this murder, you are also solving the mystery of who the uh, fuck you are, who you are, what you've done in the last week of your life, and mm-hmm. moreover, what what led you to go on this uh, obliterating bender.
2: Mm-hmm. Fantastic.
1: Um. And so uh, I mentioned it's sort of a throwback style. It has sort of a top-down, like, three-quarters-angle presentation. Um, it really goes back to some of the old, I think, maybe, like, um, old, almost like Bioware-style games, like a Baldur's yeah. Gate kind of a feel. Or, yeah, it's um, kind
0: of like if, just in terms of, like, the, like, wandering around, it's kind of like if, like, old-school Baldur's Gate and, like, escape from Monkey Island had like a yeah. strange baby a strange depressingly hopeful baby
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay all right um, but yeah so it's
1: it's almost like you could almost describe it like some of it is like a, a point-and-click style sort of adventure where you're sort of you tell your little character where to go and you click on things and get presented with text it is a uh, extremely text heavy game you know mm-hmm. this is not a This is not like a a combat strategy sim. Um, This is almost entirely story and dialogue. Mm -hmm. Um, And the really sort of genius mechanic behind this is that um, in the sense of of it being a role-playing game, you do sort of build a party. But the party is not as much other people as it is aspects of your personality.
0: Oh, that's such a good way. I've been trying to f- struggle to like be like, to to figure it out. i mean like, oh yeah, and there are voices in your head. And I'm like, no, but that's not that doesn't do it justice. <laughs> yeah. So
1: on on character creation, you there are I don't know like twenty some odd skills in like four kind of broad categories sure. of like uh, there's like uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: body. Uh, like motorics or something, which so body roughly corresponds to like strength and physique, motorics corresponds roughly to sort of like agility based skills. Okay, and then there's Posure like in, sort of stuff, and then there's like a like sort of a, a smarts bucket and then an emotional uh smarts bucket. Okay, uh, and there are <laughs> sub skills in each of those, and the skills that you invest the most points in, of course, go into. Uh, uh, mitigating the outcome of various like mecha- like mechanical challenges. Sure. Uh, but also the uh, the the skills that you invest the most points into uh, appear in dialogue. Okay. Uh, So the game is constantly running little checks in the background and based on the outcome of those checks These various aspects of your personality will essentially present themselves as intrusive thoughts Mm -hmm. Um, So like you might know a bit about history and at a certain point like as you're talking to a witness um, uh, There's a particular example where like you're trying to remember something about your ex-partner or something and and you and you roll this challenge uh, and it says, like, you know, you're you're still unable to figure out the the your your wife's name, but your brain does want you to know that there was once a boxer named Contact Mike.
0: Oh um, yeah, yeah. Like there was once a, a, a your brain wants you to know that like there once was a boxer named Contact Mike, and when you answer, it goes, cool. Do you does do you do I remember anything about like my wife or what's going on? And he straight <laughs> up goes, no. No.
1: Uh, cool. But then, but then, cool. But then furthermore, your your, your brain will like prompt you like, hey, maybe you should ask this person about Contact Mike. And then that becomes a dialogue option. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. They also, like, some of them, not all, like, hinder is a, a wrong word, but like, I feel like certain ones... Uh, And it's part of what lends this game to, like, the actual roleplay aspect of it so much. Because you can really choose to be whatever type. Like, the amnesia Mm. is both interesting because you also need to solve the mystery of what the fuck happened and why you're such a mess. But it's also, like, um, no matter what skills you pick or or anything, it's going to be a completely different experience. Because people will say, like, your little uh, abilities will, like, say different stuff. And they'll also, like kind of nudge you towards a direction, but that's not necessarily a good thing.
1: Right, that these oh. these impulses will present themselves and give you dialogue options. And I think a lot of us have sort of been trained by games to think that, oh, if I have some skill that unlocks a dialogue option, yeah, then- this is going to help me. And no, no, that's not a guarantee. Sometimes it will present you with a, with a dialogue option, and, and you'll say it, and, and the NPCs you're talking to will react negatively naturally like that was an incredibly weird why are you bringing up a boxer
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) what what the fuck are you talking about why are you talking about cockatoos right Um, now i don't understand
1: (laughs) but it it really kind of ties into like you know you can and it's something i think most of us can can uh can claim to have experience in real life where you will you will come to an opinion uh, or, or come to like a, a, a conclusion about a scenario and, and voice your thoughts on that and 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 then uh, that will bounce against the reality of what is actually happening mm-hmm. and you will learn that like your your take on what's going on was just fucking wrong mm-hmm. um, and and the game like uh, the game incorporates that brilliantly both into its narrative and, and its overall gameplay that you can you can be, Rock solid that this is that this is a smart and good thing to say, and then the game will will tell you like no, no that was that was dumb. You look like a clown right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep. So is it? Do you think it's probably that aspect of it, the fact that that it does because it sounds like it kind of breaks the mold a little bit from kind of what you were saying. Oh, absolutely. About how you, if you have that skill set and the game is kind of suggesting you mm. know, pushing mm. you towards this. And then you choose it and it actually turns out wrong like that that is very different from a lot of typical yeah. games
0: i think part of the reason why it works um in addition to what lincoln says is that this is a game where it's totally fine and almost encouraged if you fuck up like huh. you could you could fail a bunch of skill checks and Unlock so much more shit in like if you talk to somebody else sort of thing And you'll get something completely different and you'll solve the case in a completely different way
1: Yeah, it's hard to like there are like there are ways that you can lock yourself out of progression and they are usually pretty funny I've done it I've I've, I've done it (laughs) but, But for the most part if you if you like fail a dialogue check in particular
3: Yeah
1: That doesn't like lock you out of the story like you will still get to the end of the mystery there may be parts of the mystery that you may not experience but it's hard to completely screw yourself out of that with a few notable exceptions it is it is fully possible to die in the room that you wake up in
0: oh yeah my very first (laughs) time i opened up disco elysium and i was like i'm gonna be a sensitive man and i put all of my skills in um purple uh The emotional thing he thinks, and none of it in physical. Uh, And you know, you wake up, you're a mess, you're naked, your room is fucking trashed, your tie is on the ceiling, and you have to just get your shit up and and go. Uh, And you can like you can turn the fan off in order to grab your tie, but you can also like just turn on the light to see everything going on. it's This is the first 30 seconds of the game. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough. Literally the first 30 seconds, less than a minute. If you turn on the light and your like, physicalness isn't, uh, physicality isn't high enough, you will get a heart attack from the light being too bright because you are that much of a fucking mess and you die. <laughs> and well, I remember yeah. getting it being like, oh,
1: okay
2: cool this
0: is how this game is going to be (laughs) jesus christ
1: there's 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 a few other places like that where like yeah you you can just wind up dying kind of hilariously um so there's that one very early and then also uh there's there's an interaction with um an antagonist sort of a a character where uh you're you're meeting with a powerful union leader (laughs) um and they compel you to sit in a chair that's very uncomfortable uh, and again, if, if you're, so the game has like, I should say that the game has like two different health pools. There's like a physical health pool, which is based on how many points you put into your physical stuff yeah. and a mental health pool, which yeah. is based on how many points you put into your mental stuff. So, uh, and you also get like healing items for both. There's like first aid kits and like caffeine pills or whatever you can pop to like oh, okay. immediately recover. Um,
0: Don't confuse them for drugs, which is what I did right, the first but, run through.
1: Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the game basically, it does kind of railroad you and forces you to sit in a folding chair that is very uncomfortable. And if you do not have healing items and if you only have one uh, point left in your physical health pool, the chair will be so uncomfortable, again, that you have a heart attack and die. Mm-hmm.
2: What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> well, the there's also shit? it's it's little
0: it's little things like that that are both so funny and also like oh my god, this dude is so fucking pathetic. I think especially when it comes to like the mental side mm-hmm. of the checks, you fail, um, there's a phone booth, and again, you have amnesia, so you can spend hours just dialing random numbers and letting your like muscle memory kind of do it. And once you get some. Spoilers, and you kind of, like, learn about yourself, you'll dial a, a special number that somebody picks up that, like, meant a lot to you in the past. Yeah. And if your mental health isn't good enough, then you will straight up have a mental breakdown and just fucking die. <laughs> like, it's
1: so great. Um, this is a wild fucking game. It's insane. But, yeah, I think to kind of go back to, to something you you had had mentioned, that it, it definitely, like, it surprises you in a way that is... Unusual for video games, which are, by and large, and this is not necessarily a criticism. There are many games that do this quite well and are very fun that I do enjoy. But many games are premised on giving the player a sort of a power fantasy mm-hmm. of of letting you, uh, of letting you, you know, become awesome and exert direct influence on the world that you live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Disco Elysium is. Committed to to investigating and critiquing that, and not giving you that to give you something different instead. That is maybe not as rewarding in a typical gameplay sense, but is far more rewarding in a sort of narrative sense. That Mm -hmm. it is, um, I don't know. It it like it makes me think of like Star Wars movies, like um, um, like Empire Strikes Back or or Last Jedi, where. It didn't hit the beats that people wanted. Yeah. It delivered something else instead.
3: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's
1: what made them like... True, so good. True fucking standouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in that it still delivered a satisfying, complete experience, but not in the way that uh, you have sort of been trained to expect.
0: Yeah, it feels less you versus the world and more you with the world. Like... um, and I don't know if this is just a ten- testament to the writing and the atmosphere and like the music is incredible for this. Mm. Um, but like, you really, when I like when I'm when I'm playing Disco Elysium and I've played it a lot, and I've done a couple run throughs. Like, I've done like a himbo run and a whatever run. Um, <laughs> but like, it's each time like the the story beats are not necessarily the same. Like they're the same, but they're differently flavored. But it never feels like. Um, Oh, I'm going to beat the game and solve the case and that's my true game like that that's my true goal. Like mm-hmm. I feel like your true your true goal for half of it is when you're doing the side quests and stuff is to just kind of mm, see and interact with with the world. It never it never feel like it never felt like I was just checking shit off. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this side quest. I'm gonna go tell this girl about her husband. I'm gonna go like touch this lamb and get all the pieces. Like it's it's always like I'm going I do this because I want to. You know what I mean? Okay. Right. And yeah, I think that's are, part of the atmosphere of it. Where yeah, like,
1: there are so many side quests that like don't provide you with like discrete mechanical rewards. They're just like um little little side stories that maybe have some thematic relevance to the game generally or are just like particularly like beautiful moments mm-hmm. um but don't you know they don't they don't give you a plus one sword of, of crime solving
3: no
0: i want that in real life um yeah and the, the 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 little stories and little the little beats within this world like some of them are so beautiful and some of them are like I keep saying it's depressingly hopeful, but I do think that that's kind of what this game is. It's it's probably one of the most like gritty, depressing, beautiful things. Like it's both hopeful but mm. like it kind of reminds me of like a fl- like you know and sometimes you like see a sidewalk or whatever and there's like a single dandelion growing up between the cracks sort of yeah, thing and you're yeah. like oh things can happen despite everything that's kind of the vibe it gives me Well I think that's
1: <laughs> I think that's like a direct extension at least in in my view I think that's a direct extension of of the studio that produced it um and here's where we we kind of maybe have to start unpacking a little bit of the uh, the the ideology uh, of of the game and that this is uh, this this Estonian studio, uh, which uh, again is, is a former Soviet bloc state, um, you know, experienced communism and experienced the, the failures of of uh, the USSR's uh, implementation of communism, mm-hmm. and yet uh, the, the people at the studio are open and ardent communists themselves, um, oh, okay. and the game does not shy away from that um the the game you know, explores these themes of of of, of, of uh, attempts at communism that that failed both to internal conflicts as well as being crushed uh, by external parties mm-hmm. uh, the the city in which the game takes place uh, is a city that is still recovering. Uh, there was a communist revolution in this city like 60 years ago um, that, that failed. Basically the 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 other powers that be um you know came in and liberated the city. Ah (laughs) with suppressing force. Um and so this is a city that still kind of bears those scars. Um and yet like you can tell the writing of the game still has a lot of belief that like there these are the ideas that like you know a, a a just and equitable world is something that's still kind of worth aiming for, mm-hmm. even if all the attempts so far uh, have have failed. Uh, and in fact, there's um, there's another mechanic in the game, I think it's called like ideologies, or, or something to, to that effect where you can- Or like thought cabinet stuff? Yeah, the, the yeah. thought cabinet stuff, where you if you like explore dialogue choices enough or find interesting facts, you can basically get an idea stuck in your head for a while. Uh, and, and for a prescribed amount of time uh, like out of game time of like 90 minutes or something. Interesting. Um, and during that time you might have some negatives to certain attribute points while you're, while you're kind of distracted mm-hmm. by, by thinking about this um, and then eventually that sort of crystallizes into uh, an entry in your thought cabinet which is now like a full ideological thing that you believe in um, and again I'm, I'm cribbing this uh, a bit from from the video essay I, I threw to you guys, and I do want I do want to un- unpack that uh, some more. Um, but he talks about how like you can you can choose to have your character sort of become a communist, and, oh, sure. and the flavor text for while you are thinking about it yeah. is so fucking gung ho and enthusiastic. <laughs> That, like, they thought communism was dead until you came
0: around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are the big communism builder. Oh, you man. are
0: Mazov himself. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: the, the game's version of, of, of uh, Karl Marx is, is a fictional character called, like, uh, Krav Mazov or something. Yeah. Um, and then, as soon as you finish that thought and fully internalize it, the mood of the flavor text changes entirely. It's like, it's like, uh, you feel as though Mazov invented communism to fuck you personally over. <laughs> uh, after after all these years, uh, approximately zero point zero 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 percent of communism has been built in the world, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not sure if if you will ever be able to achieve it. But what you have been left with is a very accurate means of describing the current state of the world. <laughs> um, okay, perfect. So again, this this is a game that like really. Uh, internalizes uh, in in its story and its mechanics um, the the conflicts and, and contradictions of the world and how in the midst of all that um, things of inexplicable beauty uh, can still just sort of happen um, you know humanity uh, to quote a very very end game uh, character that's totally missable, uh is a violent and irrepressible miracle. Mm,
3: mm-hmm
2: let me ask you both a question here I have to do this what point like for you uh Kat and for you Lincoln what point did you guys while you were in this game playing it for the first time you were like oh yeah I yep I I'm enjoying this
0: Mm -hmm. oh like when did it hit
2: yeah when did it really strike you that you you knew you were gonna love this game
0: Um, For me, there were two incidents in there. There were two instances that happened in almost rapid succession Um, So this isn't really a spoiler. The mystery is that there is a dead body hanging from a tree in the back of a hostel and You have to figure out who did it and whatnot. Okay, Um, and one of the Characters you meet when you first go is this kid uh, who's just throwing rocks at the body. He is a mess he is very much a failed like he's a, a product of a, a very very failed area of like poverty and whatnot he's okay. addicted to like the equivalent of meth. okay um, yeah he's like his, this little speed freak f- yeah like. his father is a piece of shit he's a complete dickhole. you could punch him oh um, All right. <laughs> yeah i'm all about punching kids um yeah and like you spent i spent most of it being like fuck kuno this guy is the fucking worst holy fucking shit and blah, blah 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 some stuff happens and you can go like to his house um, and then you see that his dad is like such an alcoholic that he's sleeping with his eyes open sort of thing it's like the mm. last stages mm. of like he's a mess and then you're like oh no this is just a kid that has fallen through the tracks sure I yeah. feel like shit for wanting to punch him out now.
1: oh sure. Um, um, and, um, and like if you do make that choice to punch this kid like the game like, I think there's, there's a, a less good version of this game where it where it plays it straight for a joke. Of like, yeah, you fucking leveled this kid and it <laughs> sucks. But the game, um, what happens if you take that route is if if you smack this kid, he's suddenly a little more respectful and a little more deferential to you. He cows.
0: <clears throat> oh, okay. And the
1: game explicitly tells you because that's how he's used to people treating him. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, and yeah, no. it is That was one of the yeah, that was the one where I just like I didn't punch him But like I think I had like empathy high enough where like I could kind of figure it out. I was like Oh, this game is really like that. Okay Um, and then Immediately after like, you know, I got got the body down and Again, it was it was like a rapid succession moment and then there is this like quote-unquote dream sequence where um, You are like it just kind of cuts and there is like you're in the you're in the back of the hostel, um, and there's a a body hanging from the tree like it was, but the body is you, and you're kind of talking to yourself, and you're like, oh, like this is this is all there is sort of thing. This is like you're looking back at yourself with this dead body, and this could very much be you. You are at that sort of stage, and there, oh, fuck, I wish I could remember some of the dialogue off the top of my head, but like I just remember being like holy shit this game like the people that made this game care and give a shit and now I care and give a shit you know what I mean yeah
1: like this this is a studio that like they fucking went all in on their first game Mm -hmm. like damn and and they nailed it I mean it's it's hard to think of like other other studios or other artists generally where their first their first work is like
0: fucking masterpiece
1: yeah it is like genuinely you know i've I've mentioned before uh off mic that for me this is this is this is a you know it's a top five for me like sure not just of the last couple years but probably of games that i have played
0: sure straight up i think it's my favorite of all time um what was the moment for you that like kind of clicked and you were like oh okay i'm fucking in this this is the game for me um
1: there are honestly uh so so many mm-hmm. um I think um for me I think one one sort of decisive thing the, the thing that sort of left me the most awestruck is this is something that actually you I think you can only get to late game um but if you choose to become a communist um you can start talking to these students that are that are holed up in their apartment mm-hmm. um and you can just kind of, if you if you remember to, they're only available at night. Um, uh, and if you remember to go and hang out with them enough, um, like some of their more abstracted out there beliefs uh, are that, like, you know, through the through the concentrated power of communism, <laughs> reality itself can be warped. Okay. And the and these <laughs> these kids are like constantly setting up. Um, houses of cards basically like card towers and thinking that if they believe hard enough, they can balance the cards in a way that is impossible. Um, And you know, uh, spoilers,
0: (laughs) spoilers for a political vision quest. (laughs) If, If you,
1: if you, if you hang out with them enough, eventually you can, you can help them stack these cards. And for one very extremely brief moment, you can set. You can stack the cards in a way that is impossible, and it holds for just a second before it collapses, and it has no bearing on the rest of the game whatsoever. There's no mechanical feedback there. It's again just what I was talking about, just like this unrelated, like thematically resonant, but just like beautifully written small little moment, mm-hmm. um, where where like you just see like uh, a, a few people who even the best of them is maybe barely a piece of shit. Like, a few people that just, like, aren't all that great, but are able to come together and, like, pull something impossible off.
0: Yeah, and even the communists are too busy, like, those two kids are too busy being like, well, did you do the reading? And in the meanwhile, in the, like, apartment next to them, there's, like, a starving artist teenager who's living in a fucking coal chute. And they're like, yeah, we're here to help everyone. Let's talk about all of this dense reading. You know what I mean? Yeah, Um, but there's just, like... I don't know. I, I guess
1: that that's that's a way to say that like, the the writing is so fucking on point, mm-hmm. um, where like it's constantly presenting you with different turns of phrase that are either like gut bustingly funny or uh, just like heart wrenchingly poignant, and it's constantly, um, again, it's constantly delivering you what you didn't expect, mm-hmm. but is extremely appropriate for the moment. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This uh, this sounds like. This game,
2: like I, Jesus, uh, <laughs> this game to me sounds like, um, if I can relate it to like, like a uh, movie form, because I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap my head around. as somebody who hasn't played it, but listening to you guys talk, it's about it's so
0: it, hard to explain. It,
2: it sounds like if if I were to compare it to like a movie, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's got so many underlying themes that um, that still have something to do with the story, but yeah. aren't at all effective to the outcome mm-hmm. um that you know, like I you guys walked in on me playing Borderlands. That is not a very story rich yeah. and it's we just all a saw fun- it. Yeah, it's dude, I'll just, just it. lame. It I ain't ashamed.
0: fucking dude with a gun in space. And I, fucking, <laughs> I was getting after it. I don't even no, care. I fucking I ain't love. I love Borderlands. I fucking love that game. Emily and I, or my roommate and I, still go. What you want? <laughs> whenever <laughs> what we're like, you want? yeah, whenever we're trying to get shit from the
2: fridge. <laughs> oh my god, I do that all the time at work. Anyway, um, no, like it's. But, Oh, uh, Uh, you talking about movies? Yeah, so like I feel like if I were to compare something like, um, if you're into John Wick, you'd be like into Borderlands. Mm -hmm. If you were into Disco Elysium, what do you think would be a good movie comparison to like Lincoln? Yes, Zodiac. Zodiac. I don't think I've seen
0: that. The Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey. You know what? Yeah.
1: Okay. All right cuz it's it's yeah it's a movie that is in itself about some some deeply flawed and and extremely obsessed people uh that are set on a path and the movie itself is constantly taking weird little divergent left turns
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah i would say it's like
0: that's not bad yeah
1: if 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 zodiac you- was set in the ruins of like uh you know, uh, Paris, circa
0: 1899, yeah. or something. If, if after David the Lynch directed collapsed. Zodiac, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, just real quick before I forget, um, did you? This is going to mean nothing to you, and I'm so sorry. That's fine. Did no, you I knew this coming in. I knew. There and also there are different political quests. You don't have to be a communist, but I think right. I just normally go naturally that route. Um, but um, did you notice those two kids? Um, the two communist kids look like a younger Harry and Kim.
1: No. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back and check that.
0: It's very, very neat. Somebody pointed out to me and I was like, holy shit, this might be like the same face model too. Um, yeah, okay. I'm going to have to go back and look. Yeah. How
2: many, how many run-throughs have each of you done? Three. Three? Uh, I'm just sitting on one. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. No, fair.
0: Yeah, my but I think... And we were, we were talking about this a little bit we were talking a little bit about this um, on the way up. I think I think you and I consume media very differently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, right, right. sorry.
1: Yeah, if you don't mind, let's. So I. Um, <laughs> So to, to kind of prep for this discussion, I, I rewatched a, a video essay that, that I quite enjoy. Uh, Was that that one that you shot us in the? A...
0: Yeah, uh, I just finished my himbo run. <laughs> by,
1: uh, uh, there's there's a, a creator uh, Noah Caldwell uh, Gervais. Um, like, so find him on YouTube. But uh, he did a, a great video essay about Disco Elysium, and like I know you mentioned on, on the ride up that like you maybe tried to start it or something, and then said. Like let, let's dive into this. Our, our, our different media consumptions. I'm I'm curious.
0: Well, um, and I think it's more. <laughs> I don't. First of all, I don't think there's a wrong way to consume Disco Elysium. I don't. Sure. I don't think there's a wrong way to consume media. Like point blank. I just think it's interesting that people get different things out of it. Um, but I I kind of was obsessed with more of like the character aspect. Um, I love the fact that if you just straight up. Like, you know, like, my first run through, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll do the thing, like, closest to me and make the decisions, like, I would have wanted, instead of, like, yeah. being like, I'm gonna make a himbo, or, like, I'm yeah. gonna make a mm-hmm. super sensitive soft boy, or whatever. Um, it calls you out. <laughs> very, yes. very, 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 very much. Um, <laughs> Um, Kim, your partner, who first of all is, I think, one of the greatest characters in video games ever. He's just so fucking cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, but truly, like, the only other person in your party is, is like, your, your partner on this case who uh, was assigned to you from a different district, so he doesn't know you really at all either. Uh, but while, And his first
0: impression is, like, dragging you out of your shithole of a place, being like, great, this is what I'm working with.
1: <laughs> right. He's, like, this, this like fairly buttoned down, very professional, um, just like a straight shooter. One of the only like legitimately sort of good people in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, he's narratively, he just serves as sort of a counterpoint to, regardless of your character choices, you tend to be an absolute raving lunatic in a lot of circumstances. <laughs> uh-huh. So he just yeah. provides the, <laughs> the balance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice.
2: Um, yeah. I don't
0: I <laughs> and I don't want to say that like I'm not completely like oh I wasn't paying attention to the, any of the political stuff because I think that would be a disservice to me but there, when I first played it I was immediately like I want to know about everyone I want to know everyone's story I want like Kim and Harry to kiss I want those two old <laughs> men to just get it. you know what I mean and I think, <laughs> I think that really speaks to like and also I think how we interact with um media in general um Like I was just telling Lincoln that I was keeping tabs on the Kim Kitsuragi wall that somebody put up during (laughs) Fan Expo and like little stuff like that. Um, I think it's interesting that people who uh, come at a game a little differently are uh, like reach the same consensus. Mm -hmm. I think that really speaks about a game Um, Mm -hmm. that like no matter how you approach it, you can still be like, yeah, this is a great game. Yeah. Um Did you, did you, your first run through, did you do any drugs in front of Kim? No, I, uh, I- like <laughs> I, I, d- I couldn't do it, I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm, he's gonna be mad at me. <laughs> I love
1: you too much, man. I had, uh, I, I decided that, yeah, it was gonna just be a straight edge run. So, mm-hmm. not, not a, not a pill, not a drop.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I did the same thing with my first run through, cause it was like, and it's also like, the game is so good at making you feel things for somebody who has fucking amnesia. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. This guy is clearly a drug-addled, drunken fucking mess. I'm gonna use this as a chance to get this guy straight. But like, even then, he still has so many issues. There was a point when you were talking with a bunch of NPCs that if you... This happened in my first run-through, because I was like, they're not gonna do it, and they did. <laughs> Where you can straight up, if you have a gun, or you've t- if you take Kim's gun, you can straight up just put it in your mouth in front of everybody, and everybody is going, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, you can threaten, and in fact, like uh, uh, suicide is an option for for your character at a f- at a few different points. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. What the shit? And it's handled like uh, respectfully. Yeah, I think sure. like the the like again. The game is not pro suicide, but like sure, it does paint you. Uh, if you've been there, you get it. Right.
2: <laughs> this game sounds really fucking heavy. Like, not like in a bad way, right. but just like, like there's a lot.
0: It is, but there are so many moments of ridiculous lividity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like lividity, not lividity. Sorry. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, like it, it can, like it can get really, really fucking heavy. But it's also, it's uh, just. Just as much, it's incredibly funny.
0: You can wear a mesh shirt, a like silk kimono robe, and a hat with frog eyes on it, and sing karaoke. And then spin kick a racist in the face. Yeah, like <laughs> one of the. It's so good. It's yeah. So
1: what the fuck is happening? I with think it's the, like so. Like
0: I, I think your uh, tie talks to you. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, (laughs) cool. Yeah, perfect.
1: It's it's a game that's going to ask a lot of you in any direction that it goes in, but it's not just going in one direction. I guess the the idea is, is like, um, I think we were kind of talking about as we got here that there are some games you can play and just as a way to just sort of like turn off and just like, I'm going to... I'm going to check off locations on this map. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm going yeah. to clear out some some enemy strongholds and get some loot.
0: No and thoughts, then, head empty. And Let's then go. That, <laughs> and then that
1: will be my afternoon. Yep. Um, this is a game that wants uh, more of your brain than that. Okay. Mm. Um, and if you can meet it there, it's going to show you. It's going to show you a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, some heavy stuff and some and some joyous stuff and some frightening stuff and and some extremely funny stuff
2: <laughs> now you sent us in our little group chat to to kind of schedule and plan all this you tell you sent us that video essay <laughs> and um i unfortunately like i only started watching it this morning And unfortunately, I had it while I had my son here and his friend over, and they were being, uh, I was just over here, and I'm like, okay, I'll watch it over here. I'll I'll clean the kitchen a little bit. I'll let them do it. They were being so loud playing Minecraft that I couldn't even fucking hear what was going on.
0: Ironic, considering Minecraft is like the most peaceful soundtrack known to man. Uh,
2: (laughs) Yes. However, they were playing Minecraft together, and they both really enjoy TNT. Mm. So it was a Mm -hmm. whole lot
1: of... (laughs)
2: <laughs> Look at that guy I'm
1: Like Jesus Christ Anyway oh, The game what? element Not the ACDC song Right Okay Good. Correct
0: Yes Good um, Taste is still intact <laughs> yeah. The youth are fine <laughs> Good
2: I'm raising them right um, But He I noticed in the opening Like I only got like Five minutes into mm-hmm. it But I noticed that He likened it
1: Or at least he made A lot of comparisons To D&D Yes Um mm-hmm. And he taught yeah, he talked about how like like he kind of opens up by talking about how like prior to fifth edition of D&D, like the paladin class yeah. kind of sucked because you had to be you just had to be lawful good.
2: Yeah, lawful good and that was it. Um
1: but with five E, like Paladin wasn't about being because again it it goes back to sort of the, the ad copy of the of the game of what type of cop are you. Yeah. Um where the the five E paladins aren't locked into any one particular alignment what the, what they what they are kind of locked into is um, being like being extremely fervent in some sort of belief of, mm-hmm. of not being able to stop doing something. Um, and that's like that's kind of how he likens uh, your character in disco Elysium in that you are um, you are many things but you are never complacent like, you, okay. you start the game like you, like a bullet fired from a gun. You are doing something, and you can choose what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. But like, inaction is not an an option. Oh, okay, uh, it, it may not be useful action, but like, <laughs> it broke my game at one point. But you are like, and that's reflected both in that in that thought cabinet thing, where like you are you essentially become uh, 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 opinions like personified. That like mm-hmm. you form this opinion and you are gonna act on it. It's going to reflect in your character. It's going to reflect in your dialogue choices, and it's going to reflect uh, in in
0: your skill set. Um, yeah, so I, I think, think that's why it calls you out if you just play like you normally would. Like, I think that's yeah. a big portion of it. You're right. Um, yeah, like the
1: the uh, something else kind of from that video is like the the one sort of political axis that the game seems to hold in the most contempt uh, is. Uh, centrism, just the idea that oh. like, yeah, if we just, we can just everybody can come together, and everybody we can just, we can just be fine I can talk to everybody, I can make everybody my friend, and it'll be fine um, and it, and it's that sort of like, go along to get along kind of uh, mentality that, that the game uh, is the most critical of, really, um yeah, because there there are a couple like there are a few characters that are just like open fascists in the oh, game sure, and the game treats them just like what they are, just like mm-hmm. sad fucking losers mm-hmm. um with a loser ideology. not that they're not dangerous, but they're just not yeah. that interesting. they're losers sure um, but like the biggest danger or like the 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 most contemptible ideology is that of just like
0: we'll do nothing about it
1: yeah essentially just like neoliberal centrism just like oh the 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 thoughts and prayers kind of like Mm. global banking initiatives (laughs) um like those are like the the, like it's very clear that that the writers of of the game uh dislike them the most.
0: Well, it really <laughs> sucks that this little kid is addicted to speed. Somebody should probably do something about right. that, I guess. Right. So to <laughs> do that, we're gonna, yeah. I'm we'll, going to
1: go over here and count my bills. We will then introduce a means-tested program for that child to be able to apply for a small business loan as long <laughs> as they attend as uh, no no fewer than 2 years <laughs> oh, of an accredited uh, in, like <laughs> that sort of like bureaucratic do nothing centrism. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is sort of what they what they're particularly incisive about but again they can't just leave it like that because uh kim kitsuragi is the coolest
0: very open person in the universe about, like
1: <laughs> he'll he'll fall and tell you like oh yeah that, that's that's my ideology it's just like the the ruling it's the the, the ruling powers this is the dominant ideology and yeah it's fine by it me. is
0: what it is yeah. he's <laughs> just
1: just because he doesn't think about it um, sure. so he really challenges you to say like oh there are people that is like espouse these beliefs but are just legitimately good
0: Mm -hmm. good people can be passive sort of thing yeah um this this sounds
2: like a fucking wild game it's a wild
0: ride and like Jesus when it we were talking about this like briefly before but like I think the reason why it works so well um, just kind of add on to what you said earlier Is that like at for as harrowing and as serious as it can get for every single serious moment? There is a weird fucking punk kid in the bottom of a church going hardcore and playing right. like EDM and ah. you could dance with him If you pass a high enough skill, t- yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Ah. <laughs> right, yeah, you you can fucking break dance um, uh, In in a in an abandoned church that's been turned into a rave that also Holds a two millimeter wide hole in all of reality. Cool. Just publish okay. shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> cool. The, the game
1: is never, in anything, it's never going to give you just one thing. I was going to
2: say, yeah, it's, it never sounds predictable.
1: Right. It's always going to take a turn or like present the idea and then examine it and take it to some other conclusion. It's,
2: Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So with that then, did you guys, when you both finished the game, um...
0: After I stopped crying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well yeah. Okay. Happy tears. <laughs> yeah. Happy but tears. But I cried a
0: bunch. <laughs> was
2: it so I'm gonna hope, go ahead and say it. it was maybe not what you had expected, or was it what what you expected and it just it just was that emotional for you?
0: I think I knew going in that it was going to be weird. I think Lincoln <laughs> is the one that like you were the one that was the deciding factor because I was like, oh yeah, that looks cool, I'll play it, I'll I'll play it. And then Mm -hmm. you were like, I think you would really like this game. And I think whenever we, whenever the both of us are like, oh yeah, I know this undoubtedly slaps, it's always like one of the best things I've ever seen. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a go. Lincoln recommends it. This is weird, I've seen some playthroughs. It's gonna be cool to like, do some voice. Oh my, what the fuck is this? Okay, (laughs) okay, all right, was kind of my thought process. Um, I found the ending extremely satisfying.
3: Nice. Yeah. Um, um,
0: and it consistently, now that I'm on my third playthrough, like I don't think it's lost any of its charm just because I'm approaching it in completely different ways.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: The ending, I think,
1: uh,
0: agree fully that, that it's
1: extremely satisfying. Also, um, again, to, to kind of go back to sort of a, a refrain here, it is very sort of novelistic in its structure and that the moment of high drama uh, occurs, like, if the, if there is a boss fight in this game... There, there is a standoff that occurs probably like four fifths of the way through the game. Okay, and that is that is like the the sort of like uh, the the climax. the climax of the story, yeah. and then you get to spend some falling action because out of that, that's when the final pieces of who actually committed this murder start to fall in. But that's all that's all kind of watching the dominoes fall, mm-hmm. where you get to like you get to apprehend the the, the killer and maybe talk to a cryptid uh and and see like that 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 denouement um and it's really again it's it's super satisfying it's it's not typical to games because most games it's uh you know maybe boss battle and then maybe a slideshow of here's what the world looks like when you're done (laughs) sure
0: you did it you say (laughs) princess peach
1: yeah (laughs) Um, but this this really kind of teases out like hey here's kind of what's here's where things are, here are some of the immediate impacts of what you're doing and teases even further like, hey, here's what might be happening even further out. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's good.
0: And I think in a weird way, it kind of makes it mean more. Um, The choices you do that can very, very like, um, uh, not briefly, but the choices you can, you you do make that do have somewhat of an impact on the end, I think they matter more because of that.
2: Mm -hmm. So you, you, so you just finished your third run through, right? No, I I finished or you're on yes your third. yes
0: sorry yeah. <laughs> so
2: you've you've seen three different outcomes.
0: Mm-mm. It's still the same outcome. Um, the outcome the same, but it's a it's a matter of like. Um, Super fucking spoilers, that. Uh, but like, it's a matter of like, if you convince Kim to go to the precinct with you, at some point Kim can get injured and mm-hmm. has to go, and you can get that little fucking meth head kid Kuno to like help you out with the rest of it, sort of thing. It's it's little things like that. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. So like the, the the core facts of the case and and how the case ends. Yeah. Remain the same, but I think there's a lot of different moving pieces around that. It's it how you like, get there. Yeah. Kind of boils down to like how everybody feels about it at the end. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Everybody might still be really disappointed and mad at you because you fucked up your way through this and accidentally solved it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or people might be like surprised, be like, oh fuck, maybe my man still got it. Mm
3: -hmm. Because like
1: you find out that you were a legitimately extremely good detective. Okay. At one point in your life, you were extremely good at your job. Huh and you can choose to kind of start taking steps back to get good again, or you can fuck fall even further. Disaster.
0: Yeah, and I think I think the turning point, or my theory for the turning point, again, I'm not sure if this is going to make sense to anybody, anybody but I think my theory, my theory of the turning point is after your wife or girlfriend leaves you or whatever, mm-hmm. um, there was that moment where, like, you find your old clipboard in the garbage, um, and you examine it, and you notice that there's, like, a little compartment that was meant for like a pen or whatever, and it's sealed, that's like really, really busted. Um, And after you kind of like force it open, um, there's like a letter from your ex-girlfriend or partner or whatever, and um, it's kind of like, and then you kind of be like, oh, why is this busted? And then it's like, because somebody tried to touch it and you went completely apeshit about it because it was the last thing that the love of your life sent you and you beat them almost to death with it. Oh my and you're God. like, Oh, I was a real piece of fucking <laughs> shit. <Right. laughs>
1: yeah. And I guess so, this is like so on top of that, like, you find out that you are a, a really good cop, uh, but you also know that you weren't necessarily a good person back then either no like, your nickname okay. was
0: the can opener Like,
1: <laughs> right because like the 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 reason that that your partner leaves you is because of what was making you a good cop your your obsession you know your paladin like oh, sure. obsession with doing your job sure uh so like yeah again it, it doesn't let you off easy in any regard there was never a point at which your character was just legitimately good up and down Uh, you know, they were a person with problems who happened to be, uh, using those problems to be a very effective at their job. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Like,
0: But like, every time you're like, whoa, this is too heavy. You realize that your partner shows up wearing a very fake wig from like fantasy party city. Yeah. Being like, I don't know who you are. And you're like, this is the stupidest thing I've seen in my entire (laughs) life. Play Disco Elysium. I think you'll really like yeah, it was like. I'm just so fucking confused. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So overall, three out of five.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess it was <laughs> <one's> okay.
2: <laughs> we just spent the better part of an hour fucking talking about it, and Lincoln's like,
0: <laughs> eh. <Yeah. laughs> One last thing, if we are wrapping up.
2: No, let's keep going. yeah. Lincoln,
0: what is your favorite skill? Minus a toss-up between Inland Empire and Shivers, which I feel like are the same thing.
1: <laughs> okay, but those are. That's what I was going to say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I got
1: I got a lot of mileage. Yeah, honestly, those two I got the, I got probably the most mileage out of. Um, I guess like uh, like straight up logic is really fun. Just becoming the fucking debate master. Uh, <laughs> and like uh, I got a particularly good role using visual calculus that like put me in front of of solving the the. the- the, the final the big
0: thing right. yeah. <laughs> yeah um so inland empire is like a very strange like i know i said this before but like truly lynchian ability i feel of like yeah but
1: lets you go on like uh will graham from hannibal style just reveries and objects like, oh. can
0: talk to you sort of thing um and okay shivers is a is a skill where like this city uses you to speak and you can kind of
1: it's like intuit yeah. it Oh, it's like okay. you, you are fucking one with the streets yeah. and like when you have that well Like when you have a high enough score in, in that shivers ability you it the game literally lets you zoom out on the map a little bit
0: So you can see the whole picture cool. Um, yeah I think it has one of my favorite quotes too, which is just mankind to be vigilant I love you, right, which is so like <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but it's so powerful in the moment <laughs> Go play
2: disco, I the, There's this thing because, like, I, I hear you guys talking about it and how cool it is and how fun it is, and like, I want like all these different outcomes. It just sounds really thick, really rich. Like, that's it's an, probably it's a more. meaty
0: boy. Yeah. Very yeah. rich
2: in in story and in writing and in character development, etc., etc. And then, and this is gonna sound so contradicting for somebody who loves to read. I don't want to read that much.
0: <laughs> sure, like... it's voiced, and that does help.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair, fair, it's got
0: yeah. one hell of a... the narrator has probably one of the coolest sounding like voices. Like a super in the deep English accent. Oh, really? Oh um, man, it's so cool.
1: Nice. Yeah, I think the the original build was only partially voiced, but when they they did like a like a final cut with like some additional like quest material brought back in, and then they they fully voiced uh, every line of dialogue. So oh, nice. You 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 may listen. Okay. Mm-hmm. I enjoy
0: this audiobook. Um, I think you would dig it.
1: But yeah. yeah, I think I think that's like definitely a good note of just like, you know, this this may not be for you out there. Oh no. Uh, again, it is super dense and it is it is super super dialogue. And again, I'm gonna use the word novelistic again. like that's something you if that's not something you want to get from a game, this may not be for you. and mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. not bad.
0: It's one of those like if you if you like it, you really really fucking like it. Sure. And if you don't like it, it's boring as hell.
3: Sure. You know what right. I
0: mean? It's just a certain I, well thing that clicks. I don't know what right. it is. Like, oh, I
1: had to spend 10 minutes listening to a guy talk to his brain about whether or not he was going to get up this morning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the big thing for me and I I'm, I'm starting to kind of understand this about games and myself is I am um, I feel like I've been trained now. I think I can kind of untrain myself now that my kids are older, but like when they were younger, I still wanted to play video games, but Mm -hmm. I realized that like I couldn't get, and I think that's why I like my shoot and loots so much because I can hop in, I can do a little shoot and loot, get my fix, and I can jump out. It's like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm not missing anything. I'm just doing my thing. But like with a, such a story heavy based game like this, like, I don't think I could have done that, but like. I don't know, I could, probably, I could probably untrain my brain now and I could probably start really getting into that again.
0: Yeah, yeah. It also, like, for as dense as it is you can't, I mean, I I personally don't, but, like, you can stop playing it and walk away and then be like, yeah. oh, yes, this happened. Like, there's journals. You can just talk to Kim whenever you want for, like, a, re- a fucking recap of what you're supposed to do. Oh, nice. Sort of thing. So they don't completely leave you shit out of the water.
1: Yeah, I think, like, when, when I played it, I, I was usually playing, like, a couple hours at a time and then Mm -hmm. being like, okay, I'm kinda like I'm good. Right. I'm just like I'm gonna take I'm gonna step back. I'm just gonna like do something else. I'm gonna play something else or just not play a game for a minute and just sort of let that let that sit. And then I'll come back when I'm ready for move. Right. Sometimes
0: it is good to be like, I kinda need to process this, so I'm gonna right. fucking dip. I didn't do that my first run through. I it was one of those where like I blinked and it was two days. Right. Oh <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because I was like, I wanna do everything, I wanna learn.
1: <laughs> because eventually, like your brain just gets to a point where like, I don't know if you've ever like you know, if you've played a tabletop game, uh, you know, if you've played D or whatever for an extremely long time. When you get to about like off. that fourth or fifth hour of playing a game, it it's like, tough. I don't know what's happening anymore. I guess I attack. What's going
0: on? What? <laughs> I don't, I don't, what? what is that? What's okay? What yeah, let's just it? say it's the like, thing so we can get this over with. Right. So I love like, this, but
1: I want to go home. <laughs> right, and, and yeah, and again, it's, it's not that you're having a bad time. You chose yeah. to be there, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. like, it's, it's good to like sort of be aware and, and build up the skills to recognize like, oh wait, no, I'm just sort of like, you're just going through the motions going, a little bit. I, I've gotten to the point where I'm experiencing some, like, mental and emotional fatigue. <laughs> yeah. This isn't bad, but I am going to step away so that I can, like, be... Like, come back to it and, and appreciate it for, for what it is. Mm-hmm. That's that's And fair. not just, like, bludgeon myself with this, this game I feel obligated to speed run for some <laughs> dumbass reason.
0: <laughs> Me. Uh, <laughs> the music will get in your fucking head. It's beautiful atmospheric stuff. It's stuff I l- listen to a lot to study, but, like... The amount of times so I've been like wandering around and I just go dee, 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 dee. Yeah. is like fucking insane yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> just
1: like a lot of uh just like chill horns. Yeah. <laughs> chill horns? Yeah. Right. Yeah, just, Hor- just really relaxed yeah. just huh. like background like ambient horns.
2: Okay. It that's works. It's not, not usually how I would associate chill music, here, right. but if it works, it fucking works. I I'm think game. this game shouldn't work
0: is the thing. There is just so much stuff going on for it. It feels a bit like the kitchen sink at times, but it pieces itself together and yeah, makes such right. a beautiful big picture that it I don't know, it just fucking works, dude. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well,
1: again like the the creators of the game like um like uh, uh there's an interview with like the, the main writer and he's talking he's talking about like how when he was before they picked this project up, he was going through like a period of like intense depression and just thought he was a failure and a fuck up. And like his partner approached him about this game, and he said like Hey, we've failed at so many things. Let's let's fail at making a video game." Uh, so again, they just they they went for it. They put it all on the table, and it was either gonna work or flame out. Um, and it worked.
0: Mm-hmm. Shit. burning bright baby
1: Like there, there's a version of this story where, where they end in failure and they represent that in the game itself you can find uh, you can find an office that was home to uh, a very uh, enthusiastic game studio that was going gung ho for a project and it failed wow that's uh, very meta yeah oh yeah <laughs> so they like put the other possible outcome like they had these anxieties and they wrote them into the game Oh my god, it was
0: just fucking Chef's kiss.
2: I wonder if that was like really hard for them to do. If they were just all like, you know, just like with that existential sort of like, yeah, whatever. Wouldn't this be kind of funny?
1: Huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, <they're>, oh
0: god. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I thought I'd just include in this game like there's says so, like there's this game studio and they have this really ambitious project and they just overreach and they and, they, and they just sort of
0: crumble and fall. That'd be <laughs> funny. funny. One started arguing yeah, to so insert our game, right? <laughs> <laughs> you it's know like, what we're going to do? We're going to put it in the building where, like, you have to figure out why nothing in this building uh is actually successful. Right. <laughs> just
1: like, hey, man, did I do something to you? Why are... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you guys potentially had? Anything, anything like, that would really, like, that, that you wanted to touch on? That you wanted to make sure that anybody who's listening... Knew about
1: this game, other than it's good. Um, the game studio also sells clothes.
0: Yeah, don't you fucker. The studio sells
1: sells clothes based on fashion choices in the game. You um, oh, is that those jackets that you keep? Like yeah, okay. The, the,
2: so for the I,
0: listeners, Lincoln sucks because he owns a Kim Kitsuragi jacket, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. He's the worst person in the universe. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Kim has a extremely flashy flight jacket that he wears, uh, and the games will sell you that jacket. Uh, they are all handmade by some Estonian woman, uh, and they're 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 not cheap, uh, and they r- get released in extremely small batches. I was I was able to snag one. Oh shit!
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, give it a chance, even if you don't think it's your thing, and if yeah. it's not your thing, great. But like, it's one of those where like. I fully encourage people to just try it. You'd be doing yeah, yourself. I think it's service. Yep.
1: I think it's usually floating
0: around like the twenty dollar
1: mark on mm-hmm. on most stores these days, so it's, mm-hmm. it's on sale a lot. So. I
0: have it set on like it will let me know when it's on sale for Steam, so I can harass people about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Get after it.
2: Yep. <laughs> I think it was actually just after we had talked about. Doing this episode I got too. the note
0: If it was like 13 yeah. bucks so I was like Hey bubs Yeah I, it's I was fade. like Oh shit
1: It is time
0: <laughs> It is time But you can also get it For like Playstation 4 And stuff So Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. it's on Every I think it's on everything It's every on the platform. Wii too, it's on yeah. The, yeah. Or not the Wii Oh my god I just dated myself uh, <laughs> Switch
1: <Yeah. laughs> I hope it works With the motion
2: controls I really want to Punch that fucking kid <laughs>
0: don't punch kuno spin kick racists yep. that's my advice that's
2: good advice to live by i think regardless mm-hmm.
0: don't punch kids Roundhouse kick racists hell yeah agreed
2: yeah. <laughs> well hey guys if nothing else should we uh should we um go ahead and give our the more you know Be-do-dee. all right i think um who wants to go first Who's got one? Who's got one in the pocket Wait, ready I'm, to go? I'm, I'm, can you backfill me on this bit? What the fuck? Have you never listened to, you've been no, on this podcast once before. It, you son of a
1: bitch. I, I still in my backlog, the new ones.
2: Okay. Is there,
0: is there like a, is there like a piece of media or like, like a book or a TV show or an album that you've been listening to that you want somebody to just check out? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, just I something that
2: you've really enjoyed. It doesn't even have to be new. It can be old, whatever. Just something, just like something you,
0: you picked up that yeah, right. yeah, like Yeah. Like, Hey,
2: this is badass. More
1: people should know about it. Oh shit, okay, hang on. You guys go first, I, I gotta dwell.
0: <laughs> um, I have been going I have been going through a nostalgia trip, uh, and uh, I don't know if you guys know, but the movie Ichi the Killer recently turned 21 years old today, which is harrowing. Um, it is a very, very violent, extremely weird movie by a Japanese director. Um, so I've kind of half gone on a like, Takashi Miike kick again. Okay. Um, so, if you want to watch something super fucked up, give Ichi a Killer the watch. Um, it's by the same guy that made Audition, if that means anything to mm. anybody. Um, so, like, it's fucking gross yeah. and weird. <laughs>
2: Interesting. Interesting.
0: I watched it too young.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Um, okay, so
1: I recently rewatched the first season of True Detective, and that's mm-hmm. really good. Check that out.
0: I just finished that, like, two weeks ago. The
1: other season's touch and go. What do you think of the last episode? That one was divisive. I loved it.
0: I liked it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was that was quite good. Check that out. Um, I think... I think... The spoilers for a show that's been out for a million years. I think <laughs> it would have been cool if Rust died.
1: I can see that. I don't know. I, I like them. But, like, just, either way, I was like, Fuck yeah! You I, know what I mean? <laughs> I like them getting a little bit of a reprieve at the end and, like, uh, you know... That, that The stars are winning line choked mm-hmm. up every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, Titus Andronicus has a new record coming out at the end of the month. Um, so if it's already after September 30th, and if the record turns out to have been good, I'm... Reckon- <laughs> I'm recommending that. <laughs> Jury's and, still out, but I'm still yeah. <laughs> and, it, and if it turns out the record wasn't good, uh, I no don't. We'll just okay. edit it. JK we'll edit JK. It. <laughs> yeah, this, this was a bit, and you fell for it, you fool. You, you know what, clown? This is, <laughs> this is a choose your choose your own adventure
0: podcast. <laughs> Psych. Be critical of whatever people are listening
2: <laughs> saying to you. Freaking awesome. What about you. Uh, for me, um, Netflix has a. Um, just because it's really fun to watch like with my kids um, and it's just it, it's very kid friendly but it's also just really entertaining regardless um, making fun on Netflix um, so it's a group of like these five guys who all have um, years of experience in, in, with um, fabrication um, they do mostly woodworking mm-hmm. but they take hints or they take suggestions from kids wild suggestions to do To build these odd things you know anything and like they just have a really good time doing it um and they have to do it from scratch like so it's cool it but it's so much fun um i want to say who is it um oh my god me i can't (laughs)
3: yes (laughs) i nailed it it.
2: (laughs) uh i probably shouldn't even say because i don't even remember um Yeah, number one, I don't remember their names, and number two, I don't know if it was actually true. I heard it was made from the same producers, basically the same producers that produced another woodworking show um, that Nick Offerman was in.
0: Oh, I think I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler. Yeah. Uh, I believe they had a woodworking show, and I'd heard from somebody that, like, the same producers that made that show also made this show.
0: That's
3: cool.
2: So there is one season, and whether, again, I apologize because I shouldn't be spreading uh, misinformation if that's incorrect. Feel free to add me. Um, Send hey mail <laughs> um,
0: to Mike, but like at my email address I'm going to read it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's got to <laughs> yeah. filter it. CC everybody. We, we want we want in it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, Lincoln, you want in? <laughs> I want in on
3: this beef.
1: <laughs> no,
2: but the first season is out. Uh, the full season's on Netflix. It's super fun. It's just really, it's just, it's produced really well. It's produced in such a fashion that makes it really fun for adults um, I believe I want to say that they I think there's a people are pushing for season two because they just had so much fun with Good. It. but yeah, we'll see what happens so but yeah that's mine
0: hell yeah that's a good one. Oh, also I've been watching Better Call Saul for the first time and that show fucking slaps that's yeah. a yeah. I know I did too
2: but <laughs> oh, no that's alright
1: wait also also sorry I have a third uh, Reservation Dogs it's the best show on TV right now it's so good is, is that that's on Hulu right yep. yeah god damn it like I just keep miss like, anytime somebody says something,
2: I'm like, oh yeah, I want to watch that. What's that on? The one that you don't have. You yeah. have yeah. my profile, Whichever dude. Rotating one. Oh, you're that's not right. Kind of I do.
0: You have that's Lulu, right. I gave you my password. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean,
2: you
0: have your can own have account.
1: That I you mean, yeah. For. I'm
0: sorry, NS. Just kidding, guy from the NSA. Satire. Uh. Sat- satire. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Roblox. <laughs> Funny joke.
2: <laughs> hey guys. Well, should we end this with a wonderful vibe five? We should do a 5-5. way five. 5 5 I feel
0: yeah. so close to everybody.
3: Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I feel
0: so good.
1: good. Do you feel I mean, good, Lincoln? Yeah, I think I, I think I stole some of your life force. Oh, that's what If that you, you guys are feeling kind of bad now. That was sort of averaging out. I straight <laughs> up
0: thought it was my energy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: same diff. That's same diff. That's just my whole energy. <laughs> God damn it, you bunch of fucking weirdos. I love everyone. so happy
3: we